0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, this is O.T. with I am, I am Moose, and we are here, gathered here today, to get ready to go into the final week of the season.
1: I can't believe it's done, man.
0: It's, it's done. Oh it's
1: done. my god, I hate everything
0: about it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably about time for you.
1: I mean, I've hated it for pretty much the whole season, so I mean, just another yeah. wasted year. That's all it is. That's all it is.
0: You had glimpses. You had glimpses.
1: I had about I had three plays of glimpses, and that was it. To be honest, that is true. And then I got to watch Zach Wilson play the whole goddamn year. Trevor Simeon, Tim Boyle, God, just kill me, just kill me. (laughs) I can't do another year like this, John. I can't. No. You want to know what's funny? I'm going to. I'm going to do it again next year too.
0: You're going to get hyped.
1: I'm a masochist, bro. I just like the pain at this point.
0: you clearly do. You clearly
1: do. We have a lot to get into this week.
0: Let's get into it, man.
1: All right, let's start with let's start with the Jets. I mean, look, there's really not much to say about them, as, except that they suck. Honestly, um, no, so we'll go no, to we the have... we'll go to the other side.
0: Let's go to the other side. Let's go to our boy Joey Flax.
1: This this dude is um. Look, he didn't have a really great second half, but the first half was just like. Super Bowl-winning Joe Flacco?
0: That is true. I mean, <laughs> respectfully, respectfully, we we could say he did what he needed to do.
1: Oh, without a doubt. And look, his his numbers are kind of gaudy, but the Jets dropped at least, like, three or four interceptions, like, easy interceptions in this game, which would have made his stat line not that great. But at the same time, they didn't result in turnovers. They won the game. They look good doing it. And are they a team... That can maybe steal a couple playoff wins here. I mean, I I think for me, I think the Jets defense just kind of gave up. I think they've given up in the past couple weeks. Not not to take yeah. anything away from Cleveland because they've kind of been doing it with Flacco at the helm since he's come in. I just I kind of see them that they can kind of go on a run. I mean, why can't they?
0: So my my three pick in the AFC, my three strongest teams that I will reveal to you now because I know everybody's waiting. <laughs> Everybody's been going, I need to know what, who it is.
1: I think it should be – I think yours and mine, I think, are the same. I think, to me,
0: it is Baltimore, Cleveland, Buffalo. Yeah, My three-top AFC teams. Yeah,
1: and Buffalo's not even in the playoffs yet. No. That's the no. thing is they're not even there yet.
0: No, not yet. But I I think Cleveland has the defense, uh, the way their offense is playing right now. Uh, they just seem like a – I don't want to say a full powerhouse – but the fact that they've sustained so many big injuries, and they're able to overcome it, and all of us, all of a sudden, I mean, the Flacco njoku Joku connection is is unbelievable, bro. It's it's like Gronkowski Brady esque. Like, yeah, I don't get it.
1: Well, I think I think Joku gets a bad rap just because he didn't have great years prior. No, but he's always been a a, a sneaky solid tight end, but. They've just been in quarterback hell where they just can't get him the ball. But yeah, the Browns, and I, I don't mean to bring up the Jets again, but the Jets are what the Browns should have been. Like, you lost all these linemen, okay? You just punted on the season. You lost your fucking, you lost your starting, starting quarterback, season's done. They didn't. I mean, look at Stefanski. He's probably going to win coach of the year. And he's, they're in the playoffs already, and they have potential to make a shit ton of noise. Even with all yeah. of these injuries, they just—they found a way to win. As for the Jets, they just didn't, and it sucks because nah. you see these other teams compete and at least try with the Jets. You could just see they've given up in an no, AFC. In an AFC that you could have easily snuck in somewhere, you had a light schedule down the fucking road. They just punted on everything, and and that's the most infuriating thing. Is why can every other team compete and look? good with their backups and their system and their coaching, but the Jets can't. Beyond, it's just beyond infuriating, and that's why I think there should have been some kind of firings. I think there still will be, but at this point, we don't know anything, but it's good for the Browns, man. Like, I'm happy for them. I, I don't really have ill will against them just because they've been so bad for so long. They're another team like the Lions where like you kind of want to see them win.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you root for the for the Browns. I root for for Joey Flax. Um uh, listen, I listen I think the I think the one story really could be if if Cleveland sneaks in and they, and they get to to Baltimore. That's going to be a storyline in itself.
1: Oh, that may be a slobber knocker.
0: That would be a slobber knocker. That would be a story in itself where Joey Flack goes against his old team. I mean, it, obviously it writes itself, but I mean, I don't know, man, I would it be crazy to see Joey Flax fucking eliminate them? I don't think so. I don't,
1: I don't think, think so. It'd be that crazy. But at this point in time, I think Baltimore is so ahead of everyone that it's going to yeah. it takes it's going to take a perfect game from a team to be able to beat Baltimore and Baltimore would have to play their worst game of the season in my opinion. Just because well, it could happen. It, it can't. Look, this season especially with all the the bullshit that's gone on, it's it's any given Sunday, really every week of every year, but yeah, I mean it it's hard to look at Baltimore and just say like, how the fuck do you stop them? It, it's yeah. just so it's so difficult. Like they just reamed Miami, like it wasn't even close.
0: No, no, it, it was uh, just what they had done to Miami was I... uh, <laughs> it was it was clinical what they did to them, clinical. And, I mean, we kind of thought that there was a pot- potential possibility that Baltimore was going to smack them. Yeah, because, look, Miami, we don't know what we're getting week to week.
1: And we've said it all season. Huh. It's just when when are they going to finally put it all together? They went against the Bills early in the season, got smoked. They went against Baltimore this week, got smoked. I don't know what team I'm getting because they went out and they beat the Cowboys in a pretty good yeah. – like, like, not saying they beat the shit out of them, but – no, their defense they, was sound. They, they their, pretty well. their offense was good. It's just why can't I have that Miami team against a good team like a Buffalo or like a Baltimore? No. It just it doesn't make sense. And now they have to now they play Balt uh Buffalo this week for the division and I again I think they're going to get reamed again.
0: Especially now Chubb's out. They just lost another another stud. And, and, and by and be honest, they were getting stomped. Why was he still in the game?
1: Yeah, that's another thing is like, just take him out. Like, it's no one else's fault but your own. Yes. So, so it's just like, you, you have to deal with it now. And that's a stud, yeah. and that's a guy that can be a game breaker at times, and you're not going to yeah. have him.
0: No, no, you're not going to have him now. I mean, and that's that's the, that's the problem is you're you're getting ready for a playoff run, and here you are losing vital pieces, vital key pieces. At a time where you simply can't.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's a brutal loss for them. Uh, This game for them, I don't know what it does to their confidence. I really don't, but they are yeah. just, I, I think Miami's in for a rude awakening because yes. I just, I think there's a way where they, they could potentially play Buffalo again in Buffalo again, and they would just, again, I just think they would get slammed again.
0: Uh, I believe so. They don't do too well against big teams with hard-hitting defenses who also can run the ball. They don't do too well with that. And let's be honest, Baltimore's defense is fast and it's nasty. Yeah, they weren't ready for that shit. Um, I just I, Miami just uh, dare I say they seem flashy, right? Like we've been saying, they're they're that pretty sports car. They are. They are.
1: And look, don't get me wrong, they can easily go out and put out 30 points a week. There's no yeah. doubt about that. We've seen it. Yeah, no, we've seen it. Absolutely. But Waddle's got that that sprained ankle. I, I, Tyreek is always fucking banged up. That defense, you don't know what the hell is going to go on with defense. It's just yeah. there, there's too many question marks surrounding that team that I just, I can't put my money on them and I can't trust them enough to make a deep run just because of those reasons in itself.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. There's, they've given us nothing to to be confident in.
1: Exactly, and then like we said, they play Buffalo this, this week. I mean, Buffalo, I mean, narrowly beat the Patriots, but not for nothing. New England always plays Buffalo tough, no matter. New England, yeah, no matter
0: exactly. what. Exactly. Um New England always is always gonna play you tough. I mean, it, division rivals tend to get up for those games, especially if they want to play spoiler. Yeah. Know.
1: But even in this game, just looking through the stats, nobody on Buffalo really went off. I mean, Josh Allen threw for one sixty-nine. Cook ran for forty-eight. Don Kincaid is the only one that he eighty-seven yards. That was the highest. Yeah. Now Buffalo, we've we've talked about Buffalo. When they get hot, they get fucking hot. They go
0: nuclear. Oh hell yeah! But they're he picked up pretty big today. But they're uh, pretty big that game there are
1: times where they just they're they're kind of like the Eagles where they just kind of let these teams hang around with them when yeah. they just can't put them to bed and i just I don't understand why, and for me, I think that may cost them in the playoffs. I think the same thing with Philly, which we'll get to in a minute, but they just they let teams hang around with them and it's gonna eventually i think it's gonna catch them
0: eventually. I just don't know what team that would be. I think I I just think that Buffalo yes I have them as as one of my strongest as my three top teams right now because their full potential when they're hot they get going it's kind of lights out but I don't I don't know if they play good against a Baltimore team though I think Buffalo plays up to the talent when you saw them against Dallas they absolutely yeah. beat the brakes off of Dallas um and I think they could play with them I think they could play with Cleveland it's just you could see them how how do i say overlooking their first opponent right to get to that big stage and then being Done. just dropped exactly
1: i think for buffalo i think they may have a hard time with a team like baltimore or like cleveland just because their defenses are so good and we've yeah. we've seen what josh allen does when he is not right and a defense can do that to him they could put him in hell and make him turn the ball over three, four times. And that's pretty much game. It's just a matter of if these teams are smart enough and quick enough to get to him and make him, like, just uneasy back there and make him make the mistake, then you can yeah. beat him. Then they're very vulnerable there because we know their defense is beat up. Their offense is, like, Stefan Diggs, like, he had another game without 100 yards again, like, eight straight or something. It's absurd. I yeah. just – they need to be – Josh Allen needs to be great to special for them to really, really succeed. Because if he's average or below, then that team's not going to win. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: It's all going to depend on on
1: him, for sure. As it should be. I mean, he's the quarterback. It's it, it's always going to fall back on him. Yes, of course. So, yeah. I mean, going kind of sticking with the same thing. We'll go to Philly because they. I this this team, man. They are, I think they're going to be a one and done. They've, I love it. They've lost all control of the division.
0: I love it, baby. <laughs> I love it to me, baby.
1: They, they absolutely blew this game to Arizona, which they had oh, no baby. business blowing.
0: No. It was 21-6 it was it really to six at halftime. Dude. I listen, Nick, I, I, I was like, ah, oh, they got the Cardinals and the Giants. I have more faith in the Giants. You know what I mean? I just have more faith in the Giants uh, trying to play spoiler. And I, I took a nap. I'm not kidding. I took a little bit of a nap. I was tired. I woke up and I looked at the score and it was 28 to 28. And I went, Oh, all right. I go, Arizona's gonna come close. Yep. And at the end, blow it. I go, oh, I see this game. And all of a sudden it's it's 35 to 31. And I <laughs> said, Whoa, 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 With twenty three seconds, I said, Oh. I said, Well, wait a minute. I said, they're up by four. Yeah. <laughs> I said, there's I said, there's no way. I said, there's no way. And they said final it was thirty-five to thirty-one. I said, I can't fucking believe it. all we have to do is win. And I'm not looking past Washington. Even Michael Carthy said that. We can't look past Washington. No, you can't. I can't believe that it's right there though. They blew it. They, they, they really won. did. They did. They were ten and one at one point. Yep. And now they are eleven and five. Yep. It's an explosion. And I'm hearing rumors about about AJ Brown being absolutely frustrated. Tearing, out the lo- tearing up the locker room right now. I love it. I
1: love it. Look, A.J. Brown's getting targeted. He got targeted five times in this game. That is not enough. Simply not. It's not. Look, Devontae Smith is is targeted five times as well. you got to find a way to get him the ball. Both of them. They're playmakers, especially A.J. Brown. That boy is fucking nasty. He's huge. you got to find a way to get him the ball. Th- th- yep. There's no excuse. And he's a key piece to that offense that if he gets going it may be devastation for the other team.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. But
1: he's just he hasn't done shit. He his stats in over the past couple weeks, I mean 53, 56, yeah, 37 against Buffalo, 8 against Kansas City. Like granted there's a couple there's a 114 a 90 and an 80, but at the same time, you got to get him the ball and you got to start winning these games because now now you're in trouble. Now you're not going to have a first round bye cuz San Francisco has it. And now you're gonna
0: have to go on the road, and you may need yeah. to play, and you may have to play at Dallas again. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, when you when you look at them at, at, at five, it's I mean, it's simply it's simply bad when it's clearly your quarterback's not playing well, your coaching is not well. Um, there's been internal discussions apparently last week that there's concerns about Jalen Hurts. There's frustration in the locker room with AJ Brown. I just at, at this point, it's to me, it's music to my ears. But if you're an Eagles fan, you you got to be kind of saying, "Yo, what what the fuck is going on to us? Like, what the fuck happened? What did we get too arrogant? Did we get too cocky?" I see. I don't think it's arrogance or
1: cocky. I just think they're getting out coached and they're they're just getting outplayed. Like they've been playing this dangerous game with these fucking teams all season long against teams that shouldn't be hanging with them. That they. they are a team that refuses to put the nail in the coffin. They yeah. they let these teams just hang around with them, and it's just what like like the Jet game I can understand because the Jets have a really good defense, but not for nothing. You let like teams like Washington hang around a couple times. You let Arizona hang around. Like these are these are games that you should be stomping the shit out of these teams. Yes, <laughs> and and for sure. And on paper, you have one of the stacked rosters in the league. Your defense is fucking elite. Your quarterback is a top 5 and you have two big ass weapons on the on the outside. Why are you not winning these games bigger? That falls on coaching. And granted I get yeah. I get like being able to perform and everything like that, but at the same time, look, the refs didn't help you out in this game like they have been. Let's be honest, they've gotten a lot of calls that they shouldn't have gotten this year.
0: Yeah, especially at home. So, especially at
1: home. If if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm I'm smashing the panic button. I would have been smashing it a couple of weeks ago because at this point you're still having these problems now, it's just like Kansas City where you're still having these problems, you haven't figured it out. What makes you think you're going to figure it out against the better teams in the league in a week or two? It just it doesn't really happen like that. No. And it really doesn't. For them, I think I really do think they're in trouble. I think look, I don't think they're going to lose to the to the NFC South division winner, to be completely honest. You never know.
0: I didn't think they would lose to Arizona.
1: If you have, like, a sneaky Baker Mayfield game in there, maybe. No, bro. He's nasty. He's nasty right now. But even, like, even then, none of that division's not even locked up yet. No, well, I think he got hurt. So, I just, I'm I'm scared if if I'm Philly, if I have to see Dallas or San Francisco, I think it's just going to be a fucking bloodbath again. Because I think I think Dallas is going to be ready, and you know, fucking San Francisco's just waiting. They're just waiting to kill them. Yeah, for and, sure. And even at this point, I wouldn't even put it past Detroit after how they played Dallas this week. Yeah, like Dallas was another team that we, uh, not Dallas. I'm sorry, Detroit was another team that we didn't know how battle tested they really were. Um, they yeah,
0: because they they had a couple of stinkers this this year, and they they've lost a couple of games, which we felt maybe they shouldn't have.
1: Right. And this game against Dallas, which we'll just get into now, was a true... I I think if they could play this way, they can make a serious run in the playoffs. But, I mean, this loss for them and the win for the Cowboys, it doesn't come without controversy. Because we all know the refs like to play their fucking hand in every game. yeah, every single game. And this one was just... It was brutal across the board. I mean, the reporting as eligible penalty, the tripping call before that, it just, it's not a good look for the refs, and it's not a good look for the league, yet there's hardly any punishment for it. Granted, we'll get into what punishment was handed out. I personally think Detroit was robbed of this win. Um, I'm sure people have their own opinions about it. I'm sure there's biasness in it, but to me, it's just, I don't even know what the word is for it. It's, 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 unacceptable is what it is it shouldn't happen like this it shouldn't a, a call like this shouldn't determine every outcome of a game now yeah no like nah. you're you're a Dallas fan so so talk to me what what do you think about it like granted take the take the Cowboys hat off for like just for this conversation and not bias do you think that it was do you think it was a fuck up on the refs do you think it was the right call what do you think is what do you think happened
0: it's so it's it's hard because in my opinion the tripping call bef- that happened before that it shouldn't should have never set it up right that but, tripping call doesn't get called and if we don't even right. they don't have the ball the game's over right so there's that aspect the other aspect is why would you send multiple offensive linemen to report eligible to try to set confusion where they you clearly confuse the refs and Dan Campbell admitted today, today, they tried to confuse but they, but, by sending multiple offensive linemen. But, but, they so, did, but they didn't do that to
1: confuse the refs. They did it to confuse the Cowboys. So, but if I'm the ref, right, and I have people coming up to me, I need full clarity of who is reporting as eligible. Not who, Not who reported eligible earlier in the fucking game, not two plays ago. I need to know who's reporting eligible on this play and per- and personally i th- i think that they again it's so hard to say oh he did this he didn't hear him he didn't do this he didn't that is your fucking job your job is to listen is. to who's reporting as eligible it can't happen like this it simply can't whether he whether he misheard it or or heard what he wanted to hear it should have no bearing the fact that if I don't care if the whole offensive line went up to him and reported as eligible, his, his goal is to real to to listen to who is eligible and who is who is not, and then you go from there. If he went on his own thinking, oh, is going to report as eligible like he has in the rest of the game, then again, that's on the ref. That's him. That's his fuck up. And again, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. But you, you did hear you did hear the 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 refs' mic say that seventy was eligible. But if that's the case, why would 68 and 65 go up to him anyway? Why would all three go over there? Right? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense.
0: To confuse the defense.
1: No, exactly. But for the ref, like, if I see 68 and 65 coming over and then 70 running in, well, I can't assume that 70 is going to report if I have two other linemen coming over too. Yeah. What- I get, I well, get, uh, I get where the confusion is, but you can't make an assumption in that fucking time frame to say, "Oh, seventy's just going to report as eligible again, like he has the rest of the game."
0: Well, yeah, no, you can't make that assumption at all. And to me, that's that's not where where I look at you know at uh, at the bias. What I what I, the way I look at it is when when this kind of stuff ha- like if so if you have three offensive linemen running up, it's for a two pointer. It's for a game winner. Yes. This is for the game. You gotta also make sure that the referee, right? It seems like it seems that they all went up. I guess they all assumed yes. He heard right. You hear the mic say seventy was eligible. Yes. So when people, uh, because obviously there is going to be bias towards the Cowboys with people, and they're going to say whatever they want. But the Cowboys played that play the way they thought they were supposed to. Right. Correct. If if you look at the replay. 70's covered. One of the other arguments was if 68 was eligible, at least according to, you know, Jordan Lewis on the defense, he goes, well, then we would have covered 68. That's why 68 was wide open. We heard 70 was the eligible. We covered 70. We didn't cover 68. The only one who... Detroit's the only one that gets fucked on this, but the only one who fucked up is the refs. Right. It doesn't... It, it's
1: all a whole ref thing. It doesn't... It doesn't... The argument is not Dallas versus Detroit. That is not no. that's not the thing in question here. It's the refs. Detroit is just a product of the loss and the terrible officiating that happened in this game. They, they were just on the wrong side of it. And that sucks because yeah. in that time frame, they should have won, or at least they should have went up in the game, and then a fuck-up from the ref took the points away, and they wound up missing. They had another chance. I'm not taking that away. But they missed it. And for me... You can't have something like this happen.
0: No, that... it was on the it was on the first one, right? The first attempt that they scored.
1: Uh, yeah, and then they and they, they missed the one second one. one. Yeah, I think it was one or two,
0: but well, well you know, because well, the second one was was Parsons. So that's the other thing is is right the, by the... that third attempt. If I'm Dan Campbell, I know this sounds really fucked up, and and because it's easy to say now. If I'm Dan Campbell and I get that third attempt, maybe it's just my gut. My gut's telling me. It's not meant to be. I don't know. I don't think
1: coaches play like that. I think he had, he had the notion to win the game. I don't think that was ever going to change. And I know people are saying, "Oh, after the third time, they should have just kicked the fucking extra point and it went to field and went to overtime." What makes you think that he was going to make the extra point, right? No, like, I, like, I, like. I get. No, I get that. Like we could play. We that. we could play the back
0: and forth game. Like it's not. I don't I also don't blame him for going for two points. I'm not I'm not sitting here saying no, he's, he's the one to blame. I, I I like it. I like the call because when they went for two I went fuck. Yeah. I have a good feeling. <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
1: It's just it shouldn't come down to a decision like this. And from I think to me the most telling part is do I think they fucked it up on purpose? I think it leans that way just because of the sole fact that that officiating crew has been like downgraded and now they're not doing playoff games, which that to me speaks sure. volumes to anything sure. else because like okay if it was if it was a clear accident, then they probably wouldn't discipline them this much now granted that whole that whole crew fucking sucks like they've sucked all year. they've been on the yep. bad end of of so many different games that it's just what the fuck like how are these dudes still employed is the thing I just they got punished for it. I think that to me. Tells me more than anything else is that maybe there's fucking foul play involved. Maybe there's not. But at the end of the day, da- uh, Detroit, in their eyes, they got fucked. In my eyes, I think they got fucked over. Um, Dallas will gladly take the win, as they should. I mean, yeah. there- there's nothing that could be done. I mean, the commissioner can actually step in and reverse the call. If if he wanted to, he can award Detroit the win. He's not going to, but he can. Yeah, yeah it's not. I don't. Yeah. It's never happened before, and I don't think it'll ever happen. But no, because
0: that that's a <laughs> that's a that's a whole nother thing.
1: Yeah, because if if they gave Detroit the win, they're like, oh well, they still have time to go down and score all that shit.
0: Yeah, but I don't. And, and then it, it was funny when I watched that third attempt. Honestly, I was like, even if he caught that ball in that third attempt, I was like, oh, wasn't he wasn't gonna make... gonna make it. No, I was like, what the fuck, guys. That's just me looking at the third play.
1: Yeah, but again, it should have never even gotten to the third play. That's the thing, no. is people, uh, well, he had opportunity, opportunity. We understand that. But how it is, is if they get the two points right then and there, they don't need to do the other two. Just like earlier in the game, just like if the tripping was called, like it should have been, the game would have been, been, been over. So, so it's like, exactly. it's, it's just how many of these missed calls or fake calls are they going to give these teams? Like I said, I, I posted it on Twitter. The Jet game, when they played the Chiefs and Taylor Swift was in the house, there were, yeah. The Jets didn't stand a singular shot in hell to win that game. Not no. one. All because Taylor, it was Taylor Swift's big night, her big coming out to football. There's no way, there's no way the Jets were going to win. And I said it this week. I said there was no way the refs were going to allow Jimmy Johnson to be upset on his special night. And that's what I firmly believe. Because I think there is some kind of narrative that goes in the NFL. And personally, ever since this whole sports betting thing, has gotten bigger and bigger. The calls have gotten more questionable over time, and it's gotten worse. I think I think there is some kind of link to it personally. Um I just it's just so frustrating seeing these good games being decided by the refs, and it's just infuriating because you're not allowing the players to decide the games. These refs are deciding the games, and especially come playoff time, especially in football, we saw it in the Super Bowl last year, in any kind of Playoff capacity, hockey, basketball, it's always the same shit. The refs always feel the need to interject themselves into the game for no reason at all.
0: Yeah. And I yeah, did, it's, it, No, I, I was going to say it is a shame because when you have a, a primetime Saturday night game like that, Detroit Cowboys, two winning teams, two p- playoff teams, potential NFC championship game, like.
1: It had massive ramifications to it. Like, I can understand. I don't think it would be that big of a deal if they weren't playing for anything. If, like, yeah. if both teams were locked into their spots or anything like that, then fine. Then you can kind of get over it. But there's playoff implic There's seeding implications here. There's divisions that are, are needing to be won. Yep. I just, I, I don't like the call there. If the ref fucked up on purpose or on accident, it doesn't matter because it was still a fuck-up.
0: Yeah, but we're also never going to
1: know. No, you're never going to know. Yeah. But that's the thing. but and that's that's the thing that 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 I don't understand is why these guys, why these refs, first of all, they're not full-time refs, which is to me already a fucking mistake. That's one. Yeah. Two, they're wearing mics during the game. Why can't you go back and review and and hear what the player said to him? Right, like wouldn't that yeah. make
0: sense? Yes. Yes it would. At it's... first, I didn't see any video. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't any video at first of of sixty eight going over. So at first, I was like, "Well, I don't even see any evidence. How do the fuck yeah. do you know that even went over?" And then you That's have, you
1: see it, <laughs> and you then know? you have three different views of Goff telling them to go over. All three of them running over. It's just there's so much evidence to prove that there's some kind of foul play. Why don't you just listen to what is said on the mic? Like you, there's got to be some kind of recording device, right? I would you think. Would think... You would think. So it's like, you would
0: think, go back and review it. Because, like you said, this this is why they're kicked out of the playoff referee bunch. Because I think there was potentially something maybe heard, and they were like, you guys fucked up. Yeah. You know, even if it was literally an honest mistake, right? If it was an honest mistake and it wasn't biased. I mean, granted, mistakes do happen. I I understand that as a human being. It's just,
1: there's too too many mistakes with them. That is the thing, is that officiating crew, there's too many mistakes. And I think that's where the problem lies. You can probably get away with it if an officiating crew has a pretty good track record. The fact that they have a terrible track record, and now this is now on them as well, again, I don't know if there's foul play involved or not. If they review, if they... If they have a mic on the ref and they reviewed it and they're like, "Oh no, sixty-eight did re- did report," and he and the ref went and said that seventy reported, then you have a problem. Then there's an issue yeah. here, and that's yes. that could lead to punishment of not being able to
0: officiate games, not be able to officiate ever again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if if it was that bad, I'd be like, you know what, you're fired. Simple. That's the you're thing, fired.
1: exactly. Because didn't that happen in basketball too? Wasn't the ref just like? Oh, I think there was a ref that was just banned from. I um,
0: think his name was Donovan. Or possibly, something
1: like that. I, I think, think it so. Was Donovan
0: or something. Gambling. Yeah,
1: he was like gambling
0: and he, shit. Fixing yeah, game. That's that. I believe I'm almost positive that was that was the thing that happened because it was a huge thing.
1: Tim Donahue? Tim Donahue, uh, okay. Um, Donovan, professional. Donahue, I was yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was him. I, I, I don't know. It's just th- there's just too much. There's too much question involved when there shouldn't be. Yeah, and it, and it and it sucks, man. You rob the you rob the teams of wins and money. You rob the fans of a good experience. Cause like if you're a Detroit fan, right, and you went to this game, you can't tell me you don't feel robbed and you don't feel like kind of sickened by how it ended.
0: Of course, of course you do.
1: So it's just like how could you not? Yeah, and and look, I'm not I'm not trying to make this out to be like. Oh, Dallas got lucky. No, Dallas played the game right. They played the game, and they got a they got a call, whether it was on purpose or not. Exactly, whether it was on purpose or not, it doesn't matter at this point. And 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 I think we said it perfectly. It's not Detroit versus Dallas in this. It's the refereeing, and how big of a problem it is, and how big it has been a problem. They need to figure something out here, because if they keep doing this shit, man. It's gonna turn a lot of people off. Now it's not gonna be detrimental to the sport because they're making billions upon billions of dollars.
0: Yeah, but no, that's that's true too.
1: Yeah, but it's just it's just a bad look. It's just every week we have to talk about this shit. This week it's just too egregious that we couldn't like not talk about it.
0: But yeah, I but mean, it had, it had big implications. Yeah, it really it's did. A big game. but you know, I I will say this because this has all the bearings to do with it. You know it, I know it, the American people know it. I deserve to win that game, I worked my ass off that day, Okay. I didn't stay up that late to lose a fucking game, <laughs> and then get four hours of sleep and go to work the next day. I want to hear <laughs>
1: um, Alright, let's go to our next little topic of discussion, because now we're starting to get a little bit of noise out of Chicago. They won another game, man, they're 7-9, and nine. they're better, they have really looked good lately, and the fans the fans of we want fields the fans are chanting that shit what the hell does this team do do they take a quarterback or do they stick with Justin fields
0: you know something it i mean it's the hardest position to get right correct if you happen if you happen to have the right guy already you keep him yep let's be honest here nick you've got two great ways this is a great problem yes it is for chicago yep because if I trade fields, I can get good pick for him. You could probably get a day two pick for him right now. I think you could. If I keep him, I can get a King's ransom. Absolutely. For that first pick. Yep. I really could. Um again, I I, I don't know who's sitting at three right now. I uh, think I believe it's I, New England.
1: Yeah, it goes it goes Chicago, Washington, New England, Arizona are the top four.
0: God damn, Washington's gotta get out of there. No, just kidding.
1: And, and Ari- um, Arizona already committed to Kyler, which I think is the right move.
0: Well, they've, they've been playing a little bit better. And I, their head co- – listen, I, I did say real quick that the thing about Arizona you got to watch is their defensive coordinator of the Eagles is their head coach now. Right. Like, so I'm like, not for nothing, if somebody knows how to go against this offense, it's him. Yeah. Um, But if you look at Chicago, I know New England needs a quarterback. Badly. And they want to set this place right. If you're New England, it's a perfect trade spot because it is. I'll go to three, you go to one. I can get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yep, to stick with Justin Fields and still get picked. I mean, to me, if you're Chicago, this is a great problem to have. But I'm also not trying to get out of the top five.
1: No, you don't move out of top five. There's no way no. because the only the only team out of the top five that you trade with, maybe the Giants at five. That that's probably the only team because. The Chargers are sitting at six. They have Justin Herbert. They're not trading for one. Yeah. Tennessee, you gotta think they're probably gonna stick with Will Levis. Shown he's some shown kind Brooks of size. Is, yeah. The Jets Though apparently
0: there's rumors about their head coach. Who Vrabel? Yeah. I'll take Vrabel on a fucking heartbeat. I, I heard I think his contract expires after this year. So I mean, he may look
1: I mean, he's a guy that I wouldn't if I'm Tennessee, I am not getting rid
0: of him. I can't. You can't let him go. You can't let him go on the market. No. He'd be on the mar. He'd be on the market for two, three days. Yeah.
1: The Jets at eight. They already said they're running back with Rodgers. and I don't think they're giving up a Kings ransom to go up that far. And and then you have Atlanta, who, look, that could be your pr- your trade partner with Fields if you really wanted to. Uh, the thing about Atlanta
0: would be, you know, get me give me two first round picks, your next year's and this year's.
1: If you're going up from nine to one, you have to give up your whole guy. You have to give up the next like three, four years of draft.
0: You have to. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying we, we got to start with yeah first this year and a first next year. That's,
1: that's at start. that's at the very least, and then that's we're the gonna have to add a couple more picks on top.
0: You know what? I'll be honest. What would what I'd sacrifice the picks for was if you're willing to give me Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, th- you're still getting a shit ton though. That's the thing is. No, no, sh- I know, I know you will. I'm just I'm just saying like to sacrifice a couple you know, a pick here or there, I'd say just give me Kyle Pitts. Yeah, instead of him up with with Cole.
1: And instead of giving me a second, I'll take Kyle Pitts from you. Yeah. Like I mean, I think that's sufficient, but I mean Atlanta would have to give it give up a lot to get up there. From nine to one, I don't know what the like you know how the value of the of these draft picks and everything. I don't know what yeah. the what the value is. But it's got to be up there. It's got to be at least three, four first-round picks from nine to one. And, I mean, look, if Carolina wants to do that, which, again, I don't think Atlanta moves up that far, I think the teams that can really make a move are probably the Giants and New England. New England especially because, I mean, look, like you said, it's a perfect trade partner. Um, Chicago's in the NFC and New England's in the AFC. I I just, for me, Fields has been inconsistent. He's been consistent. For about half a year now. Is that enough of a sample size for you to really put that much faith in him? Maybe. But is he going to stay healthy? Is he going to be yeah. able to continue to get better? Remember, you have to pay him soon, too. I think, yes. if, I think if you're Chicago, this is what I would do. I would, I would draft a quarterback. I would trade Justin Fields for a second or third round pick and be done with it. You reset your quarterback clock. You reset everything. Your team right now actually does not look that bad. And they have a pick at 10 as well. So if they want to try to move up and down the board with that, they could. Yeah. I, th- I think you go out, I think you grab Caleb, trade Justin, and then you go from there. But Would it shock me if they kept Fields? No, I don't think it would shock me. I think Chicago I think is in a better spot than what everybody thought they were going to be. Especially me, yeah. we we thought that they'd pick like top three regardless. Um I just I, I don't know if I could pass on one of these quarterbacks. I think, I think I think it's tough. I think their potential is higher than what Justin Fields is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is why if I am if I am New England, I'm trying to make that call. Uh because if you're New England, you kinda can get that sexy pick and almost be where Jacksonville was in a couple of year, a couple of years ago, and right. look at whoever is your next head coach and say, so this is our idea. How do you feel about this? Do you want to go up and get one, or do you want to sit back at three? How do you feel? Because as, as stupid as it may sound, I, the New England job, I'm not saying it's very sexy. No, it's I not. I, I don't. I also don't think it's a complete shit show of, of, a, of a, a destination. I think because –
1: the way I see it, New England's job is almost a clean slate, right? You're going in there. You're rebuilding the team from the ground up. You you really don't have anybody that you can build around. Your defense is pretty good, but is that a, a testament to Belichick and how good he is? Or are they just, like, are there some dogs on that defense? And, look, Christian Gonzalez was a dog at the start of the season. Let's not forget that.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, no, he was. And, and, and you had also Judon. Um, you know, listen, we all get it. Like, they lost – Two key valuable pieces.
1: Right. Valuable.
0: If I'm a
1: head coach or a GM going to to New England, I need to find a way to convince Chicago to give me their pick. Because, look, if Belichick wants to send one more fuck you to New England or the Jets, he wins this game on Sunday, and he screws them even more. Yes. If he wants to. Look, this is the one time I hope Bill Belichick doesn't put his ego aside for the Jets. Just beat the shit out of us, please. God. Just beat us. <laughs> and it pisses me off that I'm saying this because we haven't beat them in fucking forever. Just beat us one more time. Please, help us. Well, you know what's <laughs> going to ha- We already know what's going to happen. Yes. The Jets are going to win. And it sucks, man. Because the Jets are going to do Jets things because they're going to win this game and they're going to help fucking New England draft their quarterback of the fucking future. That's what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: But look, I pr- Bill Belichick, Please. I I'm I'm praying. Beat her ass, please. <laughs> Just beat her fucking ass. And then they'll move to five and twelve and Arizona's sitting there too. So I I don't know. I think New England if I'm New England, I'm trying to get up to one if Chicago's willing to listen. If they're not willing to listen, then you're fucked. Then you're screwed.
0: Yeah. I mean it's it's interesting because I don't think we want we both don't want to see New England. Have a future here. Ever. Right? Ever. That. Ever again. Fuck that. Because the, the <laughs> idea of of you having Tua, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and potentially Caleb Williams in the I, AFC I,
1: East. I can't have that. And look, not for nothing, me being a Jets fan, I'm not having my franchise quarterback for more than two years.
0: Yeah, probably. Although your got who knows? Ayahuasca may have told him to stay another five. Who knows? <laughs> look,
1: just stay it on the front. depends on what feel. kind of player he is. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it depends on what kind of player he is by that point, if we're being honest.
1: It's going to be, like, there's so many teams that are sandwiched in, like, from 12 to, like, from 12 to 8 is separated by one win, and then 5, yeah. five through 7, actually really 2 through 7 are, are really one win apart. So there's a lot of shit that can happen here.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But teams like... Teams like Washington, you know they got to take a quarterback. They're sitting at two. They got it.
0: They have they to win. It. They have to take a quarterback. Basically, if you're Washington, just lose. If you're a fan, yeah. If you're a fan, you're like, you know what, Dallas, please, you kick our ass. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. And I'm not saying that to be biased. I'm saying that as if I was a Washington fan, like, no, please, just please, lose, just beat us, because we need. We're gonna do a whole rebuild again. Right. Might as well. But which very scary.
1: Which, this one, this rebuild makes a lot more sense just because of the new ownership and everything like that. I think you keep a piece like Terry McLaurin around. He's he's so underrated. He's fucking nasty. Um, I would keep him around and help. let him help develop whoever you're drafting because you're getting a quarterback regardless. You're sitting at two. Unless you fall to, like, three or four, then you're probably not getting one. Which, again, we talked about Sam Howell last week. Granted, he hasn't looked good the past couple weeks, but there are weeks where he does look good. So maybe if you get him some help, maybe he does look better. Or I don't know. I don't know what Washington. I think if I'm watching I wanna I just wanna restart. Just
0: restart everything. Yeah, you might as you might as well.
1: Arizona. You gotta think they're gonna go playmaker somewhere. Probably Marvin Harrison if he's there. Or offensive line if they want to rebuild that. I don't know. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird draft order this year. And I think there's I know we say it every year, but this may be a draft where a lot of teams
0: start moving around. Yeah, we do say that a lot, and I will, I'll never believe it until I, <laughs> until it happens. I'm not going to believe it. Until
1: but the, it happens. there's just like because we do this shit all the time. Yeah, it's every but but a lot of the time it's because there's multiple quarterbacks coming out again like this year. I think there's like four or five of them coming out.
0: Them. Yeah, yeah. There's a, this is a stronger class. So there's it's like a few studs.
1: Yeah, there's a chance that there's going to be movement, but like you said, I'm not going to believe it until I see it, kind yeah. of thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, Of course. There's no way.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, teams like the Rams got a big win against the Giants. The Saints beat the Bucs. I think that division's, like, tied up. It's both South Divisions that I think if Jacksonville wins, I think they clinch. I think if Tampa Bay wins, I think they clinch. I think that's how it goes. But I, I, I believe so. But every, every division is fucking, like, those two divisions in, in particular, you don't know what the fuck's going on. And Green Bay it's, is, and Green yeah. Bay is back in the wild card picture. It's unfucking believable.
0: Well, yeah, because I think they're at seven. If they, I think if they win, they're in at seven.
1: Yeah, they're the last, they're the last seed right now in the wild yeah. card.
0: I mean, and, love, he's playing good.
1: And I mean, look, Seattle fucking lost again. What is with this team, man? Like they're just
0: they're falling apart. Just
1: win a game. Yeah. They, they, no. they can't
0: get out of their own way right now. They really
1: it's can't. insane. You lost to the Steelers. You lost to Pittsburgh, who, once again, Mike Tomlin will not have a losing season. No. Woody Johnson, okay. go get him. Go get Mike Tomlin for me, please. Do me please. a favor. I beg of you. Just do it. I beg I of you. Please, just do it. All right, that's going to wrap it up. i got to get some food because I'm fat. Uh, Johnny, if fat they, <laughs> <and hungry. laughs> they want to contact you, where can they find you?
0: You can find me on the Twitter at Johnny Mons. I could save your life one tweet at a time.
1: No more, no less. No more, no less. No more, no more, less. No less. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dboard2730. You can follow the show Brotherhood Podcasting on all major podcasts and social media platforms. So with that being said, we appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.
0: Catch you on the flippity flip.